All right, everybody, welcome to the Burn It Down NASCAR podcast, post-New Hampshire edition. What did we think? I, I It was mediocre to me, to be honest. I thought it was all right, but it wasn't bad, but it was just, it reminded me that usually short tracks like that are usually more entertaining, so obviously my expectations were higher for it, and there really wasn't much, only one car could drive through the pack and up through the field, and that was Chase Elliott. Everybody else, if you were out in front, you were good. surprising. Yeah. Uh, as Chevy hasn't won a race, I think since 2011 at New Hampshire. Yeah, it's been pretty much Ford dominant and Toyota here. Yeah, Ford and Toyota. But Chase is the only one that could go in the back of the pack and work its way up. So they set his car up good for that. But look at look at Martin Truex. Yeah, Ivers will go and get into it. But once he was out front, he was dominant. But then after the second stage pits, he got into the pack a bit and he couldn't catch back up. He was dominant. So. He he knew getting in the dirty air of what this car does with the diffuser and the belly pan, he couldn't race. He finished, I think, like, I don't want to say 10th, 11th. Uh, Truex was fourth. Fourth. Okay, sorry. So he worked his way back up, I think, because of, of pit stops. People had to back out and go for pits. But other than that, he should have won. He was the best car when he was out front. But I, I just... It's obviously going to be a topic, but I feel short track should not have a diffuser or belly pan. I'm sorry. It does not I work. I don't think they should have it anywhere. To well, be if they're going to try to push it, I, I, yeah, okay, but short tracks, it, it ruins the racing. My I agree. I, I don't. Um, it was interesting to note that Ford and Toyota occupied seven of the top ten spots. Um, Chevy had three in there, which would have been second with uh, Chase Elliott, and Ross Chastain was eighth, and Suarez was ninth, which is a good follow-up to his win, mm-hmm. uh, being Suarez. Uh, he's coming alive. I, I don't know whether Chastain and Suarez I, – I, I mean, I, I shouldn't say that. I, I know they're sharing information. Now, is Suarez adapting better? and uh, utilizing or getting smarter, or I, I don't know, but uh, it it's interesting that there were only three Chevys in the top ten, so they they continued their streak of not winning at New Hampshire. Uh, and we might as well go through it. We all know Christopher Bell. Congratulations, we've been saying mm-hmm. him as well. Uh, it He's was only a matter, matter of, of time. time. Yeah, it's only a matter of time. And then the top ten, you got Elliot, Bubba. Yeah, I <laughs> uh, the most surprising of probably of the of the week. But like I said, if you you there was no passing, so pretty much where you were is where you were stuck. So when pit stops, you know, made its rotations. It's not like he passed all the way up there. He was he qualified up there, good for him. But it wasn't much passing for him to lose that. So and the the pit crew didn't take him out. No, yes, I, like I said, I'm not trying to take it away from him, but also there really wasn't racing to where it was hard to pass. It was very hard. And then uh, let's go back to Christopher Bell, which he's now got Bubba's pit crew. They didn't screw up for the first yeah. time in a very long time. So, anyway, like we said, Christopher Bell, Christopher Bell won. Uh, second through 10 was Elliot, Wallace, Truex, Harvick. Nice showing for him. Hamlin, Keselowski, Chastain, Suarez, and Kurt Busch. Um, the, the, there's really nothing, in my opinion, uh, to shout out. Uh, other than Ryan Blaney, clear back in 18th. Yeah, Although, I was surprised by get, that. Yeah, so was I. Well, he he had a wreck, and I heard something happened to his fender to where it, it kind of screwed him up, so he had to go to the pit stop a few times. So he kind of had an accident. That's why he was back. And, yeah, and Logano back in 24th. Where did 
Oh yeah, I want to give a shout out to Brad again. He's getting consistently better, so I was happy with that finish for. There's there there's gonna be a little like I said discussion here coming up uh, about some things and Brad's involved in it, but that's that's your top ten uh, coming out of New Hampshire. I do agree with you that it wasn't most the most exciting race of the year. Uh, in view of the news, the last. 48 hours. I wonder how long New Hampshire keeps two races. Because uh, they're clearly shaking things up, which again is going to be another topic of news discussions when we get there. Um, I, I Like I said, there was really nothing outstanding about it. Uh, one other thing, there were in in the and this is major in in the Xfinity race the third place finisher and the fourth place finisher were disqualified yeah JJ Yellier uh, and Noah no, Gregson Landon Castle oh, and Noah is. Gregson yeah, they yeah. went to 37th and 38th uh Landon Castle I guess post race was too low in the rear and Noah Gregson was too low in the front um I don't have much to say about that other than to point it out. Uh, you know how I am about these NASCAR penalties and how they assess them. I, I don't think they take much into consideration about race conditions and what happens to these cars because they're so on the edge and everything's such a micro uh I mean, right down to the one thirty-second of an inch type crap. I, but I will say what caught my attention is this is the first time in my memory this year that they've literally taken places away and relegated them to the rear end. I, I have, I don't, and I could stand corrected on that, but I don't think they've done done that up until now. I know it's it's part of the rules. Um, I want to was it it was last year Christopher Bell he lost his because he passed under the yellow line and finished second like at a race and he lost his position so he went to like the rear end of the line of the like the lead lap. Um, but with penalties, but, but post race penalties where they actually took normally it's you know a lot of dollars and, yeah. and suspensions. Again, I, I I could stand corrected on this, but I, I I believe this is at least this year. This is the first time yeah, I've seen I, I believe so. Yeah. Taking the place away and put them to the back. So, all right, I'm pretty much done with New Hampshire. Unless you've got anything else you want to add to it. Uh, no. Let me do my rundown before we go too gotcha. far. Um, if you're watching on the YouTube. Um, I got a new overlay I worked on yesterday. Um, I think it's pretty more, cool, by the way. I think it's um, more streamlined, more professional. Um, under underneath the cameras, I have the chase finishes scrolling with the race, and on the right side, I have the cup standings as of the race. Above that, you can obviously see all the links are there, the topics are there. I also put the um, the racetrack, what we're talking about, the current one, that's going to be there. So I'll swap that to Pocono whenever we get going. But I, it's just more information via the overlay on the YouTube version. But if you guys are listening to the audio side, we're on YouTube.com. Uh, just search Burn It Down Podcast and it'll show up. But we are on pretty much on every audio podcast, audio platform, rss.com, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Samsung Podcasts, Pandora, and Google Podcasts. All you have to do is search Burn It Down Podcast and we're there. Just Google it, we'll pop up. Um, so, I, like I said, I just wanted the, the overlay to be more streamlined, more information for people who are actually watching. So it's all there. Um, and then we can... Uh, move on from there. I like the way it looks. I might tweak it from here and there, but this is what I was working on I think yesterday. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to uh, 
You want to go to the chase standings or the point standings? Let's do the point standings. I'll let you do that because I'm not sure I got it up uh, here correctly. Well, we'll do the point standings and then we'll do the. I'll do the chase after that because it's pretty much only two guys. So it's Chase Elliott's number one. Ross is two. Ross is two. Blaney's third, uh, but with no wins. Um, Truex is fourth. Larson is fifth. Bush. Kyle Busch is sixth. Joey Logano seventh. Christopher Bell eighth with his win. Kevin Harvick nine, but he is out because he doesn't have enough points. So technically by points he's in, but he's not. Um, William Byron ten. Alex Bowman eleven. Eric Amarola is twelfth. Uh, Austin Sendrick is 13th, Kurt Busch 14th, Suarez 15th, Tyler Reddick is 16th. Now, if we go to the chase, it's Chase Elliott, Chastain, uh, Logano, Byron, Truex, Larson, Blaney, Hamlin, Kyle Busch, Christopher Bell, Tyler Reddick, Kurt Busch, Chase Briscoe, Daniel Suarez, Alex Bowman, which he better get his head out of his ass because he's having a bad month, uh, and then Austin Sendrick, and then who are out right now is Kevin Harvick, Eric Amarola, and Eric Jones. But the only one is they have to win pretty much because you're literally out over one whole race of points. Even if you win and the next guy has finishes last, so you're you need the win from here on out to get in. The only two that are in the top sixteen that don't have a win is Blaney and Truex Jr. Correct. It, uh, Truex is 68 above the uh, the uh, cut line, and Blaney's 105. So if someone gets a win, it's not them. Um, if it's not them, uh, not them, and they're gonna get bumped. Yep, absolutely. All right, let's uh, get to our predictions. Uh, I took Harvick as the winner. What's going on here? Uh, you took Blaney, and Frank took Truex. Wasn't none of us right on that one. Dark Horse was Keselowski for me, and you and Frank took Ty Dillon, and we win with the uh, Keselowski thing. We, uh, as far as Bubba finishing in the top twenty, we all said no, and we were way wrong on that one. Yeah. And then uh, Denny finishing in the top twenty, we all said yes, and we were right on that. So it was on. There's Frank. Mike's on. We can hear you. All right, what is my audio doing? Just continue. All right. All right, so uh, we got that done with. And we've got... Uh, let me see here. Where was I going? We did the standings. Um, Pretty much that's it. We're like, there's nothing. Yep. And well, I guess you can do news of Austin well, Cedric. Fantasy League. Well, yeah. I fantasy. got my ass kicked again. You better get going. Uh, I was third. I, I had a 179, and I don't have it in front of me what the rest of us did, but I know you did win it. Yep. Uh, I I had some bad picks on the the four uh, versus challenges. I didn't have a single Chevy in my lineup. Other than I, I, I had I had a lot work. of I had a lot of Chevys and Fords. So I had the same. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's do the news. Well, do you want to? It's news related to the race. Go ahead. You got uh, something? Austin Sendrick, crew chief, and them got penalized, gone. Oh, I did see that. Uh, and people are he mad. He was the only one, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, people are mad because Chris Revell didn't do it, and it was, it was pretty much the same thing, and their NASCAR is saying the only difference between it is Austin Sendrick's tire went further down pit road than Chris Revell's did. So there's 
but he's throughout four weeks, his crew, whatever, crew chief, tire changer. Jack, man. I, I don't agree with these penalties, but nobody's going to listen to me. Um, the first thing I want to put up there, and it's out of pure respect, is uh, Bobby East. He wasn't in the Cup Series or any of the top three series. He was big in the um, ARCA and the Modifieds and all that. The poor guy was simply fin- filling his gas tank oh. and got gunned down. Yep. Uh, one of the reasons why he got so much attention, he is related to Jason Leffler, who was killed in 2013. And I remember watching Jason Leffler. He was trying to work uh, his way up from. Uh, at the time, not Xfinity, but uh, Bush Series into the uh, sprint car, but he was killed in a sprint car race in, in New Jersey in 2013. Bobby East is married to Jason Leffler's sister, Allison. Wow. So this is two major tragedies for this family. Uh, and I, I just want to give a shout out and a heartfelt condolences because nobody deserves this once, let alone twice. Yeah, yeah, no, that's. A- and I mean, if if you're the the daughter being Allison, she's lost her brother and now she's lost her her husband. Um, like I said, that that sucks. And all the guy, I mean, Jason was lost in a in a wreck. Uh, I think it was at New Hampshire, but I could be wrong on that. But the guy was just filling up his gas tank and got shot. Oh, no. So, I, I thought he got stabbed. Was it stabbed? Yeah, I think it was stabbed. Okay. Whatever. Dead. Some Fatal. jerk yeah. made him dead. Correct. Fatal. And and that that's just not cool, dude. That's just, I don't care who you are. Through my headphones. Um... Another big thing that stuck out to me this week, uh, Kyle Busch admitted he is talking to other teams. Yep. And there's still no deal, and Joe Gibbs Racing has put out a statement um, that they, they are in contingency mode yes, for the 18 car. Yeah, they're, yeah they're, they're trying to find backup plans. So I, it's only inevitable. If they haven't had it by now and it's becoming like that, it's, it's, I think they're waiting for opportune time. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to, like, to make the biggest splash, I guess. Because Tony Stewart, if they go to Dodge, they're not going to announce it now. You know what I'm saying? They're going to announce it, you know, almost the end of season type thing. You know, if they're out of the chase, this is what we're doing for next year. And that's when I think they're going to do, you know, okay, we're getting Kyle Bush to come over too. If that's what's happening, but that's just me. And I do believe that's a little bit of why Kyle Busch is not saying anything because he is actually going to be in the chase. Yeah, yeah. That's why. Well, maybe, which is another subject we'll cover here in just a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, I still say. and, And we'll see how Nostradamus I am. That Kyle Busch is going to go to Tony Stewart Racing or Stewart Haas. I think that it's not necessarily that that particular end of the deal is done. It's getting Kyle Busch Motorsports in alignment with whatever's going to happen uh, and how much involvement. I think Kyle Busch is kind of looking at a, a Brad Keselowski type thing where he becomes more involved in in the management end of of the company. Yeah. Why not? Uh, I don't know because he's got his own. You know, he's got that that truck team, and it just it spoke volumes to me this week when uh, Kyle Busch said that. Yeah, I am talking to other teams. Uh, what his words were? The short answer is yes. Mm-hmm. And then JGR came out and said they are in contingency mode. I'm like, uh-huh. He's not coming back. 
yeah, but that's it's... okay. They they've got uh, Ty Gibbs and they've got um, Tra- uh, uh, Trevor Bain. Trevor Bain. They've you know they they're cool. They're they're fine. Um, I had wrote down that Keselowski, or I'm sorry, Austin Dillon had a bad day, but we already know that it must have been important at the time. But we already know. No, it, he, he there... got into it with Keselowski, and then he got into it with Harvick. <laughs> I don't understand uh, what Austin. I don't know if he was mad because Keselowski was, you know, was having a good day and he was racing good, and I don't know if. Austin Dillon had a bad time, but it was under caution. He pretty much sideswiped Brad, and Brad swiped him back. And then at the yeah. in, in the post game or post interviews, he was all hot and pissed. Why? For what reason? No one knows what's happened. The crew chiefs didn't know what's happened. The race teams didn't know what's happened. Brad's like, I'm not going to be a dick on the air. I'll talk to him later. And Austin Dillon's like, I don't talk to him. I don't talk to that guy. Yeah, we're not going to talk. I, I, I don't know what. And and even on TV, they were trying to figure out why he was yeah, so irritated. Yeah, they had no idea. They couldn't find anything. And he's like, oh, I just don't like how people race me. What, okay, point to the exact example yeah, of, yeah. of why. Yeah. Okay, you if, if you don't like that, you wouldn't like Ryan Ryan Newman because that that fool raced everybody hard no matter what. He's not going to let you buy, especially Brad. He's trying to prove himself right now because he's been shit all I'd year. See, I'd love to see Austin get into it with uh, Chastain. That would be fun to watch. <laughs> <laughs> At I'm, least it would get, leave Denny alone. I don't know. I'm just that. Just Austin. Just I don't know. Dylan. Just I, to me that was rich boy. Baby, you know, silver spoon sped fed type anger, and he was mad. Oh, and I got a TV show, by the yeah, way. Yeah, and I just, it just rubbed me the wrong way how he acted. And like, Brad's like, I'll t- I won't talk over that air, and I'll, you know, I'll talk to him privately. And he's like, he being a, like, what? <laughs> you're the, you're, you're looking like a fucking dick, you know? Yeah. Well, if you watch that, uh, and you didn't have much of a choice if you were doing pre or post race. On USA, his his new TV show. I'm like, you spoiled little. Yeah, he, it doesn't matter. I think he's out of that car in 2024, anyways. You Never, think? When Junior buys into that, he's not gonna have him. He's gonna have his own guys. I think Junior's gonna buy RCR. Be you know, primary. I think I, that's what I think. But all of. I can see that happening. Well, he gets his legacy number three and eight. His dad's in his his number, and and Dreddick's already out, and he wants true. Yeah. And he already called Truex, so Truex already said he signed for one more year at Toyota or Gibbs. I still think he's gonna if he does. If that scenario happens, I think Noah Gregson's the other yeah, one that's yeah. going in. But also, Noah Gregson's rumored to be the forty-two next year since Ty Gibbs, not Ty. Yeah. Ty mm, Dillon. Well, okay. Ty Dillon's out next year. Right. So there's there's a whole bunch of things that that's another thing. Ty, you know, Ty Dillon lost his ride for next year. They already announced at Petty GMS. Well, yeah, they did that a week or so ago. Okay. Um let's preview. Did Frank get his stuff going? Because I have like I don't hear. Him. I, it doesn't look like it, and I don't have my phone on me, so I I don't know. Okay. Um, I can see him, but that's about yeah, it. Yeah, I just I just continue. Let's look at Pocono. Uh, thank God they're not do trying to do two races in two days there this year. Yeah. Um, I filtered. And and again, this is kind of the fantasy end of things. Um, and I go with average finish over the last ten races. And Kevin Harvick is number one with a five point five. You got Kyle Busch with a seven zero. Hamlin, Byron, uh, Keselowski. Ah, we're not even going to talk about Daniel Hammer. He's only been there twice. Uh, Truex, Blaney, Larson. And Bowman. What I was surprised to see is Chase Elliott's in 13th, Logano is in 16th. And again, this is over the last 10 races at Pocono. 
And uh, there was one other that stuck out to me. Maybe it was Bubba down in 23 to match his number. But um, this is another what looks like to me Ford Toyota track. And the only three. Well, we haven't Chevys, been there in this new car, so. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm just, like I said, I'm glad they're not trying to do two races in one day and, or two days and they're going to be done and out of there. So we'll get to the picks in just a little bit. Um, unless you have another news piece, there's something I wanted to cover. Uh, there's a couple things came out today. Uh, Napa signed multi-year deer with Chase. Um, there was another thing. That, I know it was a Cendric thing, but uh, there wasn't crazy things. But like I said, it was this minor. Yeah, that was okay. that was one thing that came. Napa's resigned with multi-year deal with Chase. All right, but now this is going to be a, a topic of discussion. I I posted a blog today at NASCAR-Nation.com. Um, I think NASCAR has a huge, and I mean huge, problem coming up. We've got six races left. We have two open positions in the playoffs. I feel the only ones, uh, and there's five of them that are locked in, are, they have uh, multiple wins. It's Chase Elliott, Chastain, Logano, Byron, and Hamlin which the last four only have two. You've got Larson, both the Bushes, Bell, Bowman, Sindrick, Suarez, Reddick. Can you Reddick. Guys hear me? Yeah. Are you here? He can't we hear, hear you. you. He can't hear us. Continue. Okay. And Briscoe with one each. There's only two spots left, and there's six races left. Yep. You've you've got these folks that are normal winners and haven't won yet. You got Blaney, Harvick, Amarola, Dylan, being Austin, Busher, Stenhouse, Keselowski, of course Wallace. He could pull one off, and don't ever count Michael McDowell out. And Truex, you didn't say Truex either. Oh, I forgot about him. You're right. I need to amend my blog. But anyway, my point is, what is NASCAR going to do if they have 17? To, they it's, could potentially have 20 different winners. Mm -hmm. Are they going to tell somebody with a win that they're not in? Yeah, it'll be a tiebreaker by points, probably. Or stage playoff. It's gonna pissed off some people are going to be. Well, before they, they, their, their, their motto, they were saying, if you win and you're in. They even said that to Christopher Bell today. He's uh, when he won his crew chief went over. He says, hey, "Welcome to the playoffs." I'm telling you, they got a problem coming, and it's bad. So, in my opinion, if they want to fix that, yeah, you, you win and you're in. All twenty, or let's say twenty people win, twenty different ones. Okay, but after the first round, it cuts down to twelve, and they continue their twelve eight. That's my. That is absolutely my prediction. Is yeah. that they they will not have the balls. To tell anybody with a win after all their rhetoric about a win and you're in that you're not in and we're going to go on points for the last you know four or five guys to figure out who that last spot goes to i think the backlash will be insurmountable and i i agree with you that's my prediction and i wrote it right in the blog that they they will not kick any of them out they will all be included in the chase, and we will just have a huge cutoff class at the end of the first round yeah. of the playoffs. That's what I would. That's what I would figure if they were to, you know, amend their rules, saying if you're winning, you're in type shit. That's what I would feel they would do. Is after the first three rounds, it'll be a huge cutoff to twelve, and then they do the four, you know, the eight, the four. I agree. I think I think that's the only winning scenario for them. Yeah, they, they, they all get a chance. Do, 
in the playoff. They all get a chance. It's not like, you know, I didn't or I won and I didn't get in and that's going to be a huge, you know, huff puff. So I, I agree. That's, that's what I would do if I was NASCAR. And even beyond that, what's it going to do with the sponsors? If, if you're a sponsor of a car that is a winning spot, you know, winning yeah. car and you're, they're going to pull you out. Don't, they're not going to, they're not going to sponsor cars anymore. No, they've got, I, I agree. I, they have got to include each and every person that has won a race or their credibility goes right down the shithole. Mm-hmm. Cause that's like you said, every time somebody wins, Hey, welcome to the chase. Welcome to the chase. Yeah. I mean, we hear it week after week, after week, after week. And for them to try and not include, I said, I, I can't, and it actually tickles me. And, and I wrote in my blog, I said, the funniest scenario, in my opinion, would be to see them try to not include a winner in the chase and see the backlash because mm-hmm. the backlash will be heavy. I, I, it will be. I feel NASCAR is waiting for that scenario to come about to announce what they're going to do. Because it's never been happened in how many years have you been doing this chase. So I think they're waiting. Oh, yes, just- it did. Oh, heck, yes, it did. When they Before they were doing the win you're in, and Dale Jr. didn't get in, we made the Dale Jr. ruler and expanded it from 10 to 13. Well, I'm talking about 16 when they're doing the 16 thing. Right. So I'm just saying I think they're waiting for 17 winners if it happens for them to announce, okay, if you win, and you're in. they're praying like hell yeah. that it don't happen, but I'm telling you. Well, Six well think races, about it. We two have, spots. We have Pocono, which anybody can win because it's that type of track. And then we got Indianapolis Road Course, which they've only raced at once. And yeah, there are road course you know, ringers out there, but not really this year. Then we got Michigan, which is technically a super speedway, so that one could be one. Then we got Richmond, which is, you know, whatever. Watkins Glen, another one, and then Daytona. So there's literally four tracks in there that are wild cards that anybody can win. I mean, anybody can win at all. That's why I said don't discount folks like Stenhouse and McDowell. Nope. Even Brad. Uh, Brad comes in. He's, you know, he's like. Keselowski could easily steal a win out of all of this. Where is he at in the points right now? He's got to be top three. Oh, he's way back. Yeah, he's 29. So if he wins, he's actually technically in by parameters, by their rules. Yep. And he'd also be the first one kicked out if they were to try and say, well, we're going by points yeah. on, on winners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that won't sit well with the cat in the hat. No. Mr. Roush. So, no, it's, there's, I wouldn't be, be surprised if Justin Haley pulled one out because he has those moments. Even Cole Custer, there's, he won last year. So Look at, uh, What's his face two weeks ago? Um, man, I can't think of his that, that, that was racing uh, at Atlanta. I think it was Atlanta. Oh, last crap. week was Atlanta. Almost got there. Uh, Corey LaJoy. And the, huh? Corey LaJoy, yeah. yeah. But he's 31st, though. So he's out. He's but out. My point is, he's got as good a shot at, say, a place like Michigan or Daytona. Yep. As anybody, and Pocono for that matter. Yeah. Like I said, it's, I have a feeling this weekend we're going to get another first-time winner just because how different the track is because it's three corners and it's very fast. I don't know. I could be wrong, but it is a very good possibility every one of these tracks coming up, there's going to be a new winner. Last year alone uh, at the Indianapolis Road Course, Who won it? I can't remember his name. He writes number 16. Wasn't. A.J. Allmendinger won. But he was a part-time, and he obviously, you know. But still, it's possible. So I definitely see it happening, and it's going to be interesting how NASCAR handles it or what they do. Well, put it in a nutshell. One win is not enough. To make the chase, you better have two. So, okay, um, we covered the fantasy league. I suck, so we're done with that. And whoa, did Frank click a button? 
No, he's still talking. He can't hear us. Okay. Um, for Pocono. Who do you think's going to win this one? If it's not a first-time winner, I'm going to... I'm going to say Alex Bowman, but he's been such a huge rut. I'm going to stick with Bowman. He needs something to get out of his rut. I'm going with Harvick. Harvick? I, yeah, he's wanting... Denny's good here. Harvick's good here. But Harvick, I think, is more on a, on a roll than Bowman. Um, the Dark Horse? Even racing. There's not very much to choose from. Oh, is it 25 or behind, right? Yep. I'm going to take Brad. He's been, he's. That's he, exactly who I took. Yeah, I'm I, telling yeah, you. He's, he the can. Boy I, is I would, going to be in the chase. I would love for him. And did, I don't, kind of going back to New Hampshire. I know you don't, you aren't on Twitter or, or his socials. That boy is going to be a fan favorite. And when he's at the track and when they're done with racing and done with his stuff, you know what he does? No. He gets a golf cart and goes to the campgrounds. And anybody that has, you know, not anybody, but he goes, you know, and just goes, takes pictures, signs autographs. He, you know, even if it's his two car, you know, he goes and goes to the campgrounds and, you know, is one with the fan. He's trying to get, you know. He's trying to get his stock back. Yeah, yeah. You know who used to do that all the time? Who? It's Clint Boyer. Yeah. Clint. Um, but Brad's I saw doing him it right many now, times saying cool. his two favorite spots in the whole world to go race were Michigan and Talladega because of the infield partying. Yeah, I don't know if he's doing it. Obviously, New Hampshire wasn't infield, so it was obviously outside the track. But, yeah, they, he was, they were posting videos, and it was really cool watching him Signed cornhole board, shirts, flags. It doesn't matter if it was the 6 or the 2 or the 22 for his, you know, uh, Xfinity car he drove. But it was cool. And he's definitely getting a lot of fan support, I guess, by oh, doing gonna it. he's going to be a, a favorite. He really is. His cars right? are sharp. I love his cars. Honestly, most of his car schemes are really nice looking. So, obviously, that's not a reason. But a lot of people like how they choose drivers as car. But... His cars are sharp. So And they seem to be getting between yes. him and Busher, um, they seem to be getting things figured out over there. Finally. So I like I said, I I would I would not be surprised if he gets a win and he's in. And it'll be hell if they, you know, he gets kicked out because points or whatever they do. Well, Per our previous conversation, I just don't see them doing. I can't believe they would do that. I, I uh, they're yeah. they're gonna have to. You know, we we've discussed it. If if you get a win, you better be in. They're just gonna make a huge cutoff class at the end of round one of the playoffs. That's all there there is yeah. to it. Uh, all right. What's Bubba gonna do? Is he gonna be a top twenty or not? I'll say no, but top 50. I'll say top 50. All right. Um, I'm going to say absolutely not. He will, be, he will not finish the race. I just think this is, is more, more his style because it's fast. It's just got to get used to return. I just think. I, tunnel, tunnel turn's going to kill him again. So. I just don't know. And He's Danny got false. Denny, I say an absolute yes on Oh, yeah, 20. this is one of his. When he first started, when I remember about Denny, is Pocono was his right, racetrack. Always yep. Pocono. So. All right. Um, let me click through my tabs here, make sure that there's nothing we haven't covered. Uh, again, it wasn't a wholly exciting race. Uh, there's nothing that's sticking out to me, kid. What do you, you got anything you want to? 
Well, yeah, well, there, there's one speech. huge thing is what? we missed. We kind of, I kind of forgot about it because the, the Chicago road course, street course. Uh, no, I didn't miss it. Oh, I don't oh. give a shit. <laughs> I don't give a shit. It's I news. listened for an hour and a half today to uh, Larry McReynolds and I think it was Daniel Trotter. They're, they're all going to hype it up because that's what their job is. They're not going to give their honest opinion. Wanting to tell me how much of a good thing this was because it's such a big market. Whoa. Why would you use Chicago? What happened to Chicagoland? If this is such a big market, you got to lose Road America, which was a good race. To go racing around downtown Chicago, I'm sorry. It's going to be interesting because it's a first-time thing. I get that. All right? But as far as what their arguments were, everything's working. Um, I, I just don't, I don't buy it. I just don't. It's to me, it's going to be another LA Coliseum where, yeah, you're going to get a lot of people in there the first time they're going to buy shit. But I put to you the same damn question that I put to you about the Coliseum. How many of them fuckers are going to run down to Indianapolis over to uh, Michigan? It's another point is how much money is NASCAR putting up to the city of Chicago oh, to that build was that another track? Another point of the discussion. NASCAR doesn't care if they lose money right now. They're sitting on I don't know how many billions of dollars because they've sat back and stacked the cash for the last 20 years. So whenever anybody brings that just like the Coliseum, they don't care because they've got so much money, it's all a tax write-off if they don't make anything. It's I like I said, I won't say that it won't be interesting to watch it, but I don't agree with the reasons. The reasons are mm, sorry yeah. and no. weak at best. Because I, Chicago's the third biggest uh, market as far as television in the country behind New York and but LA. Not in NASCAR. Not in NASCAR. Not they proved that at Chicagoland, which is less than 15 minutes outside of Chicago. And yeah, NASCAR is not... When I think NASCAR, you think North Carolina for one. So why don't they do it? They're, they're looking for the people looking out their apartment yeah, windows yeah. is what they're trying to do. Well, if they're going to do the street courts, it's going to be a lot of eyes on it. So they're going to... You know, obviously, in a, you know, word to mouth, a lot of news, whatever. So they're hoping it breeds views, which not going to work to the Coliseum. How but, many people ain't going to have a choice? It's going to be right <laughs> at their, you know? Yeah, so I, I feel if they wanted to do a street course, you should have did the homage to the your main fan base and should have done it in Charlotte, of all places. Exactly. At least you don't got much of a chance of getting shot over there. Yeah, that's that's another issue is, you know, if people don't know, I we I live two hours. We grew up two hours from Chicago. It is very... Um, uh, heavy. It's a war zone. Yeah, it's there's a lot of uh, what am I word am I looking for? There's a lot of people getting killed. Yes, innocent people. Yes, it's in. It's just not a. I, the race will be fine, but it's just why would you put eyes on a, a location where it's. A lot of violence is the word. There's a lot of violence, gun violence, hate crimes, a lot of crime in Chicago. Just because you don't hear it on the news, there is. Now you're going to bring a bunch of uh, redneck white southern boys into there? Oh, yeah, that's a great recipe. I mean, I don't know. It's Of course, they're not going to listen to us. They're not. I again... As a business person, I understand you've got to grow your business. You've got to expand your business. But also, as a business person, I will never understand why you leave what is working for you. That I don't understand. What the hell? You, I mean, I mean, I go back to right now, North Wilkesboro. They're ready. They have totally, the state of North Carolina 
has spent millions of dollars to put that place back together. And it's beautiful. I think it's because no, it's NASCAR not doesn't hold the own amount them. of fans that they want, but they could go there once a year as homage to the sport, pay respects. Yep. Uh, I just, I love the sport. I just don't like the direction that it's going. And the people that they're trying to cater to aren't going to be your diehard fans. So what you get the first, you know, you know, they wanted to talk all about all the ratings they got at the Coliseum. Did we see an attendance swell at uh, Las Vegas, Phoenix, Montana, all of them? No, no, it didn't work. I this don't... isn't going to work either. And and what you're doing now is you're pissing off a bunch of cheeseheads by taking away. Road America. And you've only been there you two years. Pay- yeah. Don't tell me that wasn't working. That that is a great place. But all right, I'm done bitching. They're not gonna listen, and that's the way it is. That was the big announcement this week with Chicago Street and Oh yeah. It's it'll probably be a spectacle because it's the first street and it'll be, it's kind of like the Coliseum type thing, but it's Chicago. It's a street. It's not, it's, it's, you know, you can go down there, you know, and drive on the same streets they did and blah, blah, blah. Um, but it's not the I think first it's place. It's not the first place I would choose for a street race. There's no, there's other ones that, like I said, Charlotte would be the first top I would do. And then, you know, Miami, what I would do. Or, you know, there's other places besides Chicago. Chicago, I don't, when you think NASCAR, you don't think Chicago. It's I... a, Chicago is, well, it was the Bulls and then not, and then right, kind of, you know, or the Bears or, you know, Cubs or White Sox. There's no NASCAR there. Who grew up near the Chicago area that is a NASCAR driver? Closest person is Ryan Newman in South Bend. Yeah. And that's two that's hours true. away. I don't know. I guess it's their money and they have the right to piss it away as they see fit. I, 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 um, I don't... I obviously I think it's gonna pull views because it's a first street race, but I just don't know how well it's gonna go for racing and you know it's obviously gonna be propped up by you know barriers and what happens at a car wrecks and you know how long it's gonna take to fix it and they, this is gonna be a whole new learning curve for the whole spiel of NASCAR. So I guess we'll find out. A Fourth of July weekend. That's another fucked up one. It's Fourth of July weekend. Did you see the um? Daytona, I think it was the Daytona City Council basically told NASCAR they do not want them back for any holiday weekend anymore because they, they're they doing just fine without them. They're pissed. Oh, yeah. You took Daytona, which is every year Daytona was 4th of July. Growing up, it's all it was when it's the Daytona night race. Now you're taking it away from them? Yeah. I, I don't know for sure if it was some kind of resolution or whatever the city council did. But they're telling NASCAR, we're happy you're not here now because now our normal residents can have a holiday weekend without you idiots here. Yeah, I don't, I don't blame they're them. Just, every time they turn around, it seems like they're shooting themselves in the foot. As far as us diehard NASCAR fans go. But whatever. Yeah. I'm done whining. They're not going to change because of me. No, it's just one of those things. It's just, I'm open to the idea, but Chicago Street, shit, I'm, 4th of July weekend, probably won't even go because it's 4th of July weekend. But like I said, I live near it. Will I watch it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll watch it. And then I'm going to bitch about it afterwards, probably. Yeah. Especially if something bad happens. Yeah, yeah. That's On a holiday weekend in the middle of July in Chicago? Are you kidding me? And somebody gets, you know, whacked out on crack or meth or whatever and gets irritated with the noise going under his window for the three hours? 
no, oh, yeah, there'll be the weekend with qualifying practice, or it's just gonna. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't know what to expect. I don't like the idea. I don't either, but it is what it is. All right, let's wrap this up. Put your spiel in, and we'll sign off. Uh, okay. Um. Uh, for YouTube viewers, obviously you can see. Um. Got the new overlay fixed. The uh, when we started talking Pocono, I swapped to their logo and track. If you don't know, but know below is the finishing order for New Hampshire, right below the webcams. On the other side is the actual rate NASCAR Cup standings. You can obviously see everything. All the info's there. Um, for the audio people listening, to the audio we're on uh, <clears throat> search and search on YouTube. Uh, Burn it down podcast will be the first thing that pops up. Um, and if People want to watch this on the go. We're on pretty much every um, major podcast platform for audio. It's rss.com, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Samsung Podcasts, Pandora, and Google Podcasts. All you got to do is search Burn It Down Podcast under their search tab or podcast tab. will pop up. Just Google Burn It Down NASCAR Podcast. Boom. Be the fir- literally be the first thing you see. Other than that, um... Uh, that's it. You know, there's not much news. All right. Just had our thing. And I was. I will give one little plug. Uh, go to NASCAR-Nation.com. I've got a new blog up there right now. You can check it out on our Facebook page, Burn It Down Podcast. And you can also check it out on NASCAR only on Facebook. So check it out. See what you think. Uh, leave a comment. Have a discussion. Before I go, there was a guy who commented on the last podcast about Kevin Harvick because we're talking about we think he's going to win soon. And he goes, Well, Kevin Harvick, what do you say? uh, Has he even led a lap yet? (laughs) I thought it was funny. And I I said, That's a good question. But yeah, no, I I get it. But, you know, someone's commenting. So, yeah. Not a bot. It's actually somebody listening to the conversations we're having and commenting on it. So good. I like it. So I just want to kind of give a, you know, thing on it but shout yeah. out yeah um like i said join the nascar uh fantasy league to search nascar live uh, Na- uh burn it down nascar podcast and it'll be the first one join it um on nascar.com nascar.com yeah search nascar live then go from there all right other than that yeah uh <clears throat> see you next Pocono? Next week, post Pocono. Hopefully, we got some more exciting stuff to talk about. Yeah, I think so. All right. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>